Welcome to the Hospitality Suite, the podcast that helps you live your best hotel life. Now, let's assume that you have been going through a number of hotel websites, you have been scrolling going through online travel agents and you are faced with the same terms and everybody's trying to tell you the same thing. Five-star hotels here, four-star hotels over there, three-star hotels over here. But you're still left wondering, what do these stars really mean? Who even came up with these stars? Should I even care? Or are these just arbitrary decorations in the hotel lobby meant to confuse me? So today's episode is going to unpack All of that, I want to make sure that you have more than enough information to educate your hotel choice, your buying decision. It's important to have a little bit of the history on where the star grading process began. So we're going to get into a little bit of history and uncover how a hotel ascends to the rank of a five-star hotel and ultimately what makes up the differences between luxury and economy hotels. Now, the concept of star grading for hotels can be traced back to the early 20th century in Europe. As travel and tourism started growing, the industry wanted a standardized way to assess quality and services of accommodation places. This then led to the first official star classification system, which was introduced in the year 1900 at the Grand Hotel in London. This is the same system that is used today, which primarily focuses on amenities and services and the overall comfort of a customer when they are staying in an accommodation establishment. So over time, this idea gained traction and it started expanding internationally. Today, you'll find that a lot of other countries and regions have their own independent hotel grading system. Here in South Africa, we've got our very own TGCSA, That is the Tourism Grading Council of South Africa, operating under the umbrella of South African Tourism. And TGCSA are the chief quality assessor of uh, accommodation places, ensuring that you have that assurance when they say that the hotel is a five-star hotel and that placard is in the front of the hotel or a four-star hotel. When you get in or you pay and you stay, you experience exactly the quality that aligns with that star rating. With that little bit of history, I also want to take you through a simplified breakdown of the globally accepted criteria for hotel star grading. I think if you're going to live your best hotel life, you're going to find yourself many times faced with decisions on your travel choice, your hotel choice, your accommodation choice. It may be for many reasons. It could be because you have a need that you want satisfied. You need to be at a certain location, either because of work or a conference. It could be because you have a certain want that you want satisfied as well. Vacation, vacation, staycation. You just want to relax. You want a weekend away. And it could be because you have a budget. So here's a quick breakdown of products that collectively make up the two halves. One half, which is the luxury, and the other half, which is the economy side of hotels. I'll start with the basic comfort. This is where you'll find one-star hotels. But even these hotels will provide the basics for a comfortable stay. 
This includes clean rooms and furniture and other essential amenities. Limited services, you'll find two-star hotels over here and they offer additional services such as a reception, maybe even a 24-hour reception. You'll find a limited range of meals. You might have to phone down and collect from the reception or a vending machine, but you'll also find comfortable rooms in the limited services section. Good Comfort is your three-star hotels that offer more spacious rooms and additional amenities, such as a restaurant, a bar, and a 24-hour reception. Enhanced Comfort is where your four-star hotels are grouped together. They provide a higher level of luxury and service. What you should expect here is well-appointed rooms, excellent dining options, and other facilities such as a fitness center, and maybe even a spa. And lastly, my personal favorite, this is five-star hotels. We are talking exceptional comfort over here, the epitome of luxury. These hotels offer the highest level of service. Exceptional facilities and top-notch accommodation is what five-star hotels do. They focus on personalized services, gourmet dining, and they have the lavish, most lavish surroundings, all part of the experience. You have three-star and four-star hotels that can be just as good when it comes to services and experiences and hospitality overall. Five-star hotels for me are just that little cream on top. They are the little treat that you want and they are a great setting for living your best hotel life. Okay, it's time to look at the pricing. Let's see how the stars align over here. When it comes to one-star hotels, what you should expect to pay is between 200 to 800 rands per night for a one-star hotel. If breakfast is included here, it's very basic. Once again, essential amenities, limited services, a no-frills approach and affordability is the main selling point. Moving on to two-star hotels, the price range here is between 400 to 1,500 rands per night. Basic rooms with essential amenities. No on-site dining or limited. You'll find that sometimes there'll be an outside caterer that provides the meals and the food that is served to guests in this hotel. Basic reception, standard in-room amenities, and budget-friendly pricing. The three-star hotels will set you back between 800 to 2,500 rands per night. Clean and cozy rooms, standard amenities, on-site dining for simple meals, limited fitness facilities and reception, etc. Now, four-star hotels start to get into a little bit of luxury and the range is between 1,500 to 5,000 rands per night. Facilities are comfortable with modern facilities, on-site dining option, fitness centers, business centers and in-room amenities that are a bit more upgraded than your two-star, three-star hotels and convenient locations too. My favorite five-star hotels, the price points here or the range will have you wanting to call a friend sometimes. You might want to consult with a significant other here. You might want to check with your wife or husband or whoever that you uh, share finances and, and spend money with because the price range is a little bit above what the average person can fork out for a hotel stay. Not to say that there isn't good reason why these price ranges exist. As we've talked about, the facilities are top-end, it's the epitome of luxury, but it is a little bit above than what an average person 
can put down for a hotel stay. The range is between 3,000 to 20,000 rands plus per night. I know of many other hotels that go way above the 20,000 mark for good reasons too. I'm telling you, hotel therapy is a real thing. You want to live your best hotel life? This is where you get it done. So the facilities are personalized, it's spa, it's wellness, it's fine dining, it's luxury suits, butler service. Butler service is essentially where you have a dedicated person that's allocated just to you. It may be to your room only, it may be to the floor where you are staying. So let's say you're on the 20th floor, executive floor, that's where you'll find butlers in the hotels that have butlers. This person looks after your particular needs. You don't have to call anybody else in the hotel if you have a butler. All you need to do is call them. You need anything in the housekeeping department, toweling, linen, additional amenities, they take care of it. You want somebody to book an airport transfer, get a helicopter for you, or book a honeymoon dinner by the beach, this person takes care of it. So this is exactly why you will find that there are price tags in the region of 20,000 rands plus per night. Things get flown in from other countries in specific hotels that offer butler service. So if you're a VIP guest and you happen to be on the executive floor at a top-end hotel, guaranteed you will get away with asking for certain things that are not sourced locally. Let's say you have a specific water that is not available locally. You can ask the hotel to source it for you. They will fly in a certain type of steak for you to have it cooked locally at the restaurant just because you are a VIP guest in the butler floor. So the prices may sound ridiculous to a layman, but there's a lot of things that get done for people in the VIP floor with the butler. So how do hotels end up with the three, four, five-star badges against their names that you see when you walk through the front entrances of the hotels or inside the hotels? We talked about the grading councils earlier. That's their job. Grading councils across the world have a crucial role. Essentially what they do is they give the hotel a badge for compliance, a badge for quality, a badge for condition, a badge for safety. All these things that you don't have the capacity to do and you don't want to do. Booking a hotel and staying at a hotel has nothing to do with chores. It shouldn't have anything to do with chores. And to live your best hotel life, you should not feel the burden of having to do anything other than to just enjoy yourself. However, there is a little bit of responsibility, some due diligence and a little bit of care. And one of the things that you need to do is to try your very best to choose a grading council accredited hotel. It's very important because these are tourism bodies or they fall under the tourism umbrella. There's a lot of governance. Remember, tourism bodies, their role is to make sure that they attract inbound travelers, people from other countries, people from other destinations to come in and spend and enjoy their destinations so they grow their economy. So it's important for them to make sure that they have bodies such as the grading councils that have a look at quality and certify hotels for your safety, for your convenience. So all you need to do is just live your best hotel life. I am having a lot of fun putting these episodes together for you. And my main goal is to share my experiences, the intel, the insights, the insider information to help you live your best hotel life. There is a lot of things that we take for granted as industry professionals. I've been in the hotel game for over two decades. You tend to take things for granted and you expect and you think that everybody else will know what you know. 
But people struggle with making decisions. They are not in the industry. They spend a copious amount of time trying to research and make informed decisions on how this could be value or better value as opposed to the other products. There are a gazillion products out there. There are gazillion hotel groups out there. There's travel agents. There's online travel agents. It can be very confusing. So I want to rid you of that frustration and that burden trying to choose between the different products. There are so many out there and it can be very frustrating trying to figure out what's potentially better value than the other. And with this information, you can also level your expectations, understanding how we get to the different star rated hotels. I'm pretty sure you're not going to go to a two star hotel now and expect to have a heated pool because it's not going to happen. No. But also, if you end up in a five-star hotel and you find that they have no 24-hour room service, they don't have quality gowns or no gowns or no slippers, there's no turn-down service, you should know that something is not 100% right and probably not spend that 3,000 to 20,000 rands per night. And that's my main goal, to help you live your best hotel life. If you've enjoyed this episode, please remember to follow or subscribe to the podcast. And as always, keep exploring, keep discovering, and keep embracing the world of hospitality. Cheers for now.